Welcome to Big Booth Bets. It's the Get That Money Podcast. I am Nate Stevenson, and as always, I am joined by Mr. Big Boofy Skirman and Mr. Tony T-Bone Warino. How's everybody doing after an undefeated Super Wild Car Weekend? I am invincible. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I feel feel awesome, man. You know, all, all we hear from some of our competitors is how razor sharp all these playoff lines are and you know, you really should just stay away. I uh, I disagree, and especially with this new format. I mean, one thing that really stood out to me, I felt like the Steelers and the Eagles were not really playoff caliber teams going into the week. Uh, I was right. And then the way the matchups seemed to go last week, a lot of them just kind of lined up to something that was going to be a predictable result. So uh, awesome to go 6-0 and last week. And uh, I'm ready for the division round here. That's what we like to hear, baby. How about you there, Big Tone? 6-0. and Six and oh, and you guys, you're underselling that over there. I can't believe it. Boof, let's let's not waste time. You need to recap this greatness. Let's go. Well, as already stated, uh, we went six and oh. Winners were the Bengals and Raiders going under 49 points. Uh, Bills minus four. Bucks and Eagles first half under 23 and a half. 49ers plus three and a half. Cowboys and 49ers under 51. And the Chiefs minus six and a half for the first half. Uh, losers were nothing, which will bring our season total to 96, 83, and five with a 53.63% success rate. Continuing the climb, continuing the climb, baby. We raise our game in the playoffs. Climbing, man. We'll be taking a rocket ship if we keep these undefeated weeks up. All right, let's kick things off with the uh, early Saturday game for the divisional round, which is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals are getting three and a half, and you're over-under at 47. So uh, Derrick Henry is expected to play in this one. Uh, Obviously, that's a nice boost for the Titans. Um, They're also going to have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. So their three studs on offense are all going to play. Uh, that's the good news for the Titans. The bad news is my boy, Big Joey B, Joey Burrow, coming into town. And uh, I just think the Bengals, man, they, they have arrived. I think they are Super Bowl capable. And I like them to win this game. You're giving me over three and a half points. I like them to win because of Joe Burrow. Um, I think they have the better quarterback in the game, and that ultimately will lead to them winning in a close one. So I'm getting over three and a half points in a game that I think they're going to win. Uh, give me the Bengals. Yeah, Boof, I got to say, earlier this week, I was definitely on board with you with the Bengals, but uh, the more I've dived into this game, I've, I've definitely switched sides here. I think the Titans are the way to go. The Bengals just seem to have a, a penchant for faltering the week after a big win. And I think that just comes with them being a young team um, and – to me, it just seems like they're a classic example of, of a team that uh, has arrived a year early, and sometimes that's what you get with young teams like this. They, you know, they're they're very up and down, and their schedule proved that a lot this year. I mean, they started off with a big win against the Vikings. Next week, they lose. Obviously, don't cover against the Bears. Then they go beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Next week, they're losing to the Jaguars, fourteen to nothing at halftime barely eke out a three-point win, obviously don't cover. 
Then they have a big win in Baltimore later in the year, 41-17. Next week, they lose, lose to the Jets. Moving further down the schedule, in Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, against the Steelers in Cincinnati. Absolutely demolished the Steelers 41-10. Next week, they have a 19-point loss at home to the Chargers. It's just they, they've just shown that they've they had this penchant for following up a big win with a very disappointing performance the next week. And I just I just see the same thing happening here. I mean, they exercised uh, their playoff demons, ending a 31-year drought by beating the Raiders last week. And now they have to go and face a rested Tennessee Titan team that gets Derrick Henry back. They have they, they have their big three back with him, uh, including Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. And um, I just think they're walking into a buzzsaw here in Tennessee. And um, with their history, I, I with their, well, recent history, I should say, this season, uh, I just can't back the Bengals. And then you go over to the Titans side here. The Titans under Mike Vrabel with over eight days of rest, are 8-0 straight up and against the spread, averaging 29 points a game and only 10 points a game giving up, given up, um, covering by an average of 18 points a game. So all of that, um, I really wanted to you know, go with the Cinderella story this year. Uh, definitely a Joe Barrow fan, but uh, I think Titans laying the points minus three and a half with the Titans is the way to go. And um, I'm going to try to hold out for a three uh, in the next couple days. But if we don't get it, then um, I'll just lay the three and a half with the Titans. All right. Well, that takes us to the Saturday night game, which is the San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. Packers laying five and a half. And you're over under at 47 and a half. Yeah, at that many points, I, I got to go with the Niners here. Um, especially if uh, Bosa comes back, which he's looking, he's he's trending upwards. Um, the, uh, the Niners avoided, uh, a big scare with Fred Warner. Uh, he's going to be good to go. Eliza Mitchell, good to go. Depot, good to go. Um, all, th- all signs pointing to Jimmy G being good to go. So just the history with the, with these two franchises, um, it, it in recent history, it points to taking the points of the Niners here. Uh, this was six earlier in the day. See, it's dropped to five and a half. I would, I would take it if I have to, but doesn't improve um, between now and Saturday. But um, I'd much rather wait and see if we can get a six uh, or better. And I still think there's a chance of that because public money just generally tends to pour in on Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field. So I, I still think there's a chance we can uh, get back at least back to that six. And um, also something else I like for this game is the first half under 24. And reason being for that, uh, these two teams actually in way better weather conditions actually got to 24 points earlier this year in San Francisco. Uh, the weather conditions in Lambeau are not going to be nearly as kind with um, some wind with some windiness expected, very chilly temperatures, and a wind chill in uh, the negatives with a minimum of a negative one. So all that, I think that leads to um, a very conservative, a, a very, uh, a nice under first half under. And um, you add into the, fa- add into that, the fact that 49ers are probably going to be pounding that rock 
with what they have done historically against Green Bay in the playoffs and the fact that Jimmy G is nursing the, that shoulder and thumb injury. So um, give me the Niners uh, plus five and a half. Um, like I said, waiting for a six and uh, first half under 24. Yeah, I, I see it the same way. Um, just a couple other things. I know David Bakhtiari is a uh, good chance he's going to play for the Packers at left tackle. Now, he hasn't played a game all season, and he's going to come back, and he's likely going to be going against Joey Bosa, who we do expect uh, to play on Sunday. So definitely a tough challenge to come back to. Um, Aaron Rodgers is actually 0-3 against the 49ers in the playoffs, and uh, the last time was the beatdown where I think Garoppolo only threw it six times, and they ran for like 800 yards or whatever. Six of eight. <laughs> okay, so he completed six. That's what it was, yeah. Um. But anyway, I just think the 49ers are the type of team you don't want to see. And if we if we wait and are lucky enough to get a six, um, you're talking about, I mean, uh, they don't even need to win the game. I mean, you can stay within, you know, two field goals and still cover that. So uh, I will be waiting for the six as well. And then I like the under as well. Both of these teams are uh, – everybody knows about the 49ers defense, but the Packers are very quietly a top-10 defense in this league. And um, I, you, you combine that with uh, the weather conditions that Nate was talking about. Um, I see the game going under, and I'm on board with the first half under uh, as well. So let's get our first lock here. Let's lock in the first half under 24 and get that money. And then uh, we'll wait around for the plus six. Oh, yeah, lock it in. Get that money. All right, let's head on down to uh, Boofy's new turf down there. We have the Sunday afternoon matchup, which is the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks laying three and River Under at 48 and a half. Uh, I like the Rams plus three. I think Tampa Bay is starting to get to the point where they, they've got too many injuries on offense here. Uh, they're down Tristan Wirfs, their right tackle. Uh, obviously, they're down, you know, Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. But as I start to look at the matchups in this game with the Rams defense against the Bucks offense, you're going to be talking about Vaughn Miller going up against a backup tackle. Uh, the center for the Buccaneers uh, got injured in the middle of the game last week. He did return, but uh, obviously he's going to be banged up. He's going to be dealing with Aaron Donald. Uh, the Buccaneers' go-to wide receiver is Mike Evans. I do not see him having a whole lot of success against Jalen Ramsey. And while Gronk has been productive, I don't think he's the uncoverable beast that he was in New England. And uh, I think the Rams will be able to come up with an answer for him. So to me, the Bucs are going to have to be able to run the ball. And they're going to need some guys like Ty Johnson or Scotty Miller to step up for them. Um, the question is, will they be able to do so? For me, I don't think they will. And then on the on the other side of the ball, uh, I do think the Rams are better when they're able to run it. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay is excellent at stopping the run. Uh, but when these two teams played the first time, Matt Stafford threw for like 340 yards or whatever. So they've already shown an ability to throw the ball and attack Tampa Bay where they are weak. And they now have Odell Beckham Jr., who has been playing great for them since he's arrived. And they are really to attack Tampa Bay's greatest weakness on defense, which is their secondary. So uh, I really like the, I like the Rams to win. And again, you're giving me plus three out. So I love that. Give me the Rams plus three. Yeah, Boof, I agree. A um, couple more nuggets to add on to what you were saying. 
Brady 17 and 17 against the spread as a favorite in the playoffs. So it's not like he's been dominant against the spread. Um, conversely, McVay 10 and 4 against the spread as a road dog, covering by six points a game. Um, so we do like that. And that's just, uh, that's not in the playoffs. That's just uh, in general with uh, Mr. McVay. Uh, also, the Bucks, Bucks tend to blitz a lot, and Stafford is great against the blitz, which actually might explain Booth why he had such a good game against Tampa Bay earlier this year. And um, also, on top of that, uh, the Rams did already did win in Tampa Bay last November, and Jared Goff went off against them. So uh, the Rams are two and zero last two games against Tampa Bay, and more importantly, against this version of Tampa Bay. And uh, when you add in everything Booth said, I think plus three is a great bet. And I'm going to lock it in and get that money. Oh, yeah. Get that money. All right. That just leaves us with the Sunday night divisional round matchup, which is the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs laying two and your over under at 53 and a half. Booth, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I can't believe I can't believe you are either, man. Circle the wagons, man. <laughs> Circle the wagons, baby. Ah, oh, man. It's, it's two podcast favorites. I mean, this is oh, this is going to be it's such been a years good leading up to this moment. It is. It is. And, yeah, the, the Chiefs have looked better as the year has gone on, but uh, they just haven't been their consistent, explosive selves. And you, you're, they now have to go against a Buffalo team that just seems hell-bent on beating them. And, and, and even in the offseason, you know, designing their team around beating them. And when they played earlier this year in Kansas City, Buffalo took care of business. I know Kansas City has gotten better defensively, but I just – the Bills just seem like a team on a mission this year. And with that first-round beatdown of the Patriots – and, and how they've looked and, how, like I said, how they've looked the first time they played the Chiefs in Kansas City, I just can't bet against them. I want to. I love my Chiefs. But, um, you know, the Bills are definitely a fun team to watch. Uh, I do like Sean Al- – uh, I do like Josh Allen. I do like uh, Sean McDermott. I think they're well coached. I think they're well built. And um, i tell you what, man, not to jump the gun, but I think this might be finally be the year for Buffalo. I think they uh, – I think they're finally going to get off that Super Bowl, Schneid. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I I love the Bills here. Um, Bills have the number one defense in the league, also number one against the pass. Uh, I think that kind of points towards what you were saying, where they really made sure to build their team to go against and beat the Chiefs when it really matters. Um, they've already beaten them earlier in the year. Uh, I'm also down to double down on the Bills' first half spread of plus half a point. And another thing I like in this game is the under. Um, I already talked about the Bills' defense, but since, I believe, week seven, uh, the Chiefs have actually allowed the least amount of points in the league. And I think because of that, uh, I think we can sneak under a what is a high total of 53.5 here. So give me the Bills at the first half and the game, then also the under in the game. Yeah, Boof, I think that's some good stuff. I think uh... – Taking the Bills in the, with the first half and the game is kind of an um, almost kind of like a, a, a nice safe hedge because if the Chiefs are going to win this game, I think it's 
them coming back in the second half is they have trailed in every playoff game that they have been in. So I think taking the Bills with the first half, you at the very least are going one and one on this game. And uh, as we've both said, I know I think we have a good chance of the Bills winning the game. So I like our chances of going 2-0. and Don't hate your thought process with the under. But uh, me personally, I'd rather wait for a 55. But uh, unfortunately, it seems to be trending in the wrong direction for that. So uh, I'm going to stay away from that. But I'm definitely down to lock the first half and the game spread for the Bills. So let's lock it in. Double lock for the Bills. Circle the wagons and get that money. Oh, yeah. Circle the wagons and get that money. All right. Well, that's it for your divisional round matchups. So, Boof, why don't you go ahead and recap how we get to 10-0 after the first two rounds. Uh, we've got four locks for you this week. They are the 49ers and Packers first half under 24 points. Uh, Rams plus three, Bills plus two, and the Bills first half plus half a point. And you know what that means. It's time for parlays for the people. that time it's time for parlays for the people we're gonna start out with the big guy and i know you're like but nate there's not as many games this week but boof don't always find a way to stack stuff together and make a big one Uh, if anybody can it's you baby (laughs) oh you know it we got 15 legs baby we got 15 legs plus 413,000. And six. So it'll be, you know, $100 bet. You can definitely take a year off of work. You know, over 400 k We like that. And we're going to start off. This is on FanDuel. Again, using the same game parlay tab. We're just basically stacking same game parlays. And we're going to start off with Tennessee Moneyline. Derrick Henry. Anytime, Tutty. Joe Burrow under 278 and a half yards passing. Jeff Swain over 12 and a half receiving. Nick Westbrook Ekine, or however the hell you say the other dash part of his last name. We're going under 29 and a half receiving. He is now the uh, Titans number three receiver. We're expecting the Titans to run a lot of two tights. And if he actually does get on the field, he has to go against Mike Hilton. Who's one of the best slot corners in the league. So, we don't, we don't like the Titans' uh, third wide receiver to do very much. Uh, continuing on, we're going to go San Francisco, plus 8.5 points. Buying a few, buying it up a little bit there. Uh, Jimmy G, under 230.5 passing. We absolutely love that. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, he uh, only threw the ball eight times the last time these two teams played in the playoffs. And now he has to go to Lambeau with a bum shoulder and a bad thumb. And it's supposed to be a negative with the wind chill. I don't think uh, he's going to throw for a lot of yards either way. So uh, we like his underpassing a lot. Uh, As mentioned before, we like the San Francisco Green Bay first half under. Uh, We did give it out at 24 on the podcast. You can get it at 24 on FanDuel. 
But unfortunately, the, they're FanDuel slick, and they, they give you two options. And the, the only option in the same game tab is under 23 and a half. So um, unfortunately, we got to go with that one. But uh, we still like it enough to throw it in the big guy. So we're going to go San Fran Green Bay under 23 and a half in the first half. Uh, LA Rams plus three. OBJ over 45 and a half receiving. As mentioned before, uh, Matt Stafford had a pretty good game against Tampa Bay the first time they played. And uh, also, he's good against the Blitz, and Tampa Bay likes the Blitz. So, good combination. Plus, OBJ's been coming on. So, over 45 and a half receiving. We like that. Cooper Cup under 102.5 receiving. That's just a lot of yards. It's the playoffs. Uh, he's clearly the number one. Expect Tampa Bay to key in on Cooper Cup. And even the first game where he went off, he still was uh, just under 100 yards against Tampa Bay, which obviously be under this number. So uh, Cooper Cup can still go off and still be under this number. So that's a lot of yards, especially for the playoffs. So we're going under 102 and a half receiver for Cooper Cup. Next, we got the Buffalo Bills money line. Buff and after that, Buffalo Bills first half money line. Uh, that is the of the three-way variety, which means uh, tying is an option. Again, you can find all these in the same game parlay tab on FanDuel. That's how we built this, this uh, big parlay here. Continuing on, Pat Mahomes over 22 and a half yards rushing. Uh, told you guys to get on that last week. Um, he went over his rushing total. And uh, same with Josh Allen. Uh, his rushing total has gone way up from last week. It's now up over 50 at 53 and a half. So um, we're going to buy... We're going to take an alternate over here and go Josh Allen, 40-plus yards rushing. But um, if you just want to take a flyer on his regular line of 53-and-a-half, um, it was 47-and-a-half when I saw it. I believe it was yesterday. It's how much it's risen already. But um, we did say to take Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen rushing over last week. They both hit. Uh, I definitely think they both have a good chance of hitting again this week as well. So, again, that's Pat Mahomes over 22-and-a-half yards rushing. And for the purpose of this parlay, we're doing the alternate line of Josh Allen, 40-plus rushing. And that brings us to 15 legs, plus 413,006. So $100 bet when you just over 413K. We like that a lot. And we're moving on next to the second tier. And all we're going to do for this one is we are going to subtract Derrick Henry, Derek Henry anytime touchdown. Jeff Swain receiving, Nick Westbrook receiving, and Cooper Cup receiving props. So we're just subtracting those four props to bring it down to 11 legs and plus 42,718. And lastly, our get out of jail free parlay. It's six legs, starting with Jimmy G under 230 and a half passing. Obviously, we like that. Sam Fran plus 11 and a half. San Francisco Green Bay first half. Total under 23 and a half. Bills plus eight and a half. Josh Allen, 40 plus rushing. And the LA Rams plus eight and a half. And that will give you six legs for plus 939. So $100 bet will win you $939. And if you want to be extra, extra safe and subtract that Green Bay. Uh, San Francisco Green Bay first half total out of there to bring it down to five legs. Uh, you can still have a five-leg parlay for plus 530. And um, 
I, it's the Get Out of Jail Free parlay, so obviously I like all that, whether it's the, uh, the normal one or the super, super safe one. But um, I feel pretty good about uh, both of those, and uh, I think we have a couple nice uh, lottery tickets here this week, Boof, so um, let's get that money and uh, keep raining units for the people here. doubt about that uh, thank you as always for sharing uh everybody make sure you are following us on all social media platforms here we are we will be looking to tweet out a couple more winners here hopefully and uh most importantly best of luck to everybody and let's get that money oh yeah get that money don't go to wagons